0: Turned it off! Mate, you can start the intro now.
1: Hello, this is the introduction to the D-Chall Spinners
0: podcast with me, wow. Mark. Oh, you wanted me to say? I thought yep. you would say my name. Okay, nope. Gary Forrestal.
1: How Forrest It's been how long has it been since the last since the last show? Because we've had a little bit of a break, haven't we? It's been,
0: it's been two weeks since the last show. Um, not my fault. No. Why was that, Miles? Why oh. why did we record last week?
1: I went to bloody Italy, mate. Went to Venice, didn't I?
0: Selfish. Yeah. Miles is looking after his own health and well-being before the show, and I think that says something.
1: Yeah, it does. Um,
0: no, was it good time?
1: Oh man, have you, you haven't been to Venice? Have you? I've been to
0: Italy at all.
1: Uh, well, you should get there, mate. It's really good. It's where it's it's the best best wine, best food, uh, coffee. And you of like. course,
0: cause we we joked about it beforehand, but there were no bin bags about, were there? There were no bin bags, and it didn't smell that bad. Didn't smell. Okay. No. So it, it failed. Nice on, it
1: failed on my XFM criteria, but it met all of my tourism needs.
0: Yeah. Do you feel relaxed and refreshed now? to be honest no because i'm doing this right
1: now <laughs> yeah
0: yeah this brings you down i know what you mean it really it really brings you a week down for us and the listeners
1: listen um today it's a special day today because 23 years ago oasis released their third studio album be here now
0: did you know that i didn't know it's 23 years to the day actually but um yeah be here now i think that was signaled the start of their decline really be here now it was actually the quickest selling album in history at that point it's been overtaken since but the anticipation for that after definitely maybe and what's the story morning glory was absolutely huge i remember it people queuing up outside hmvs and whatever the record stores were called then and um yeah and it was it was it's a disappointment you know if you put that much expectation to it on it it's a disappointment but Still love them. Still love us. Stand by me. I like that song. Um, My Dirty Shirt. What's it called? I can't remember now. Um, There's a few good songs on there, but it's it's not a classic. But actually, that that reminds me, Miles, let me just professionally segue into something to do with our show. I put a tweet out because it was 25 years ago today, although this was last week that the Battle of Britpop sort of happened, and uh, Blur and Oasis both released singles, Country House and Roll With It, and uh, Blur won that particular battle, but obviously I'm a big Oasis fan, so we put out who won the Battle of Britpop, Blur, Oasis, or Shed Seven's Blur? Um, and the result, do you know the results? Have you looked? I have looked at the I results, because I've got a stand right here in front of me, mate. Blur, 13%. Oh, I believe s- that. 63%, Shed7, 25%. Shed7 beat Blur. I think they're <laughs> joke, those. I think they're just.
1: <laughs> they said it wouldn't happen, but that's an, ex- an XFM poll for fans of the D Trout Spinner. So not representative of the wider public, who, if they had any sense, would have voted Blur.
0: I think the D Trout Spinners are, 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 are an exact demographic of the wider population. <laughs> I think we get an exact mix of men, women, um all ethnicities sexualities and yeah. i think it reflects the wider population well i did
1: oh, check not. the i did check the stats for italian listeners of the D chart spinners and there wasn't any mate so i couldn't see any that anyone asking for an autograph in venice
0: can we so see slightly that
1: disappointed
0: can we see how many people listening yeah Italy? i'll show Is you it? that yeah yeah A little saudi arabian little fella. saudi arabian
1: yeah. fella. hello <laughs> um but yeah i hope today's podcast isn't like be here now in that you know we're going to go downhill it won't meet your expectations it'll Over, be a overblown, this...
0: overblown under overfunded and under under produced not enough quality the d trout spinners that's okay. our tag right,
1: can we, sorry can we scrap the overly
0: funded because i've got oh yeah it. yeah, I'll yeah. well i think in my ORI system. but we we should say because we, we 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 often start with little little bits and things that that aren't related to our main topic we see, we say how we are and things and it's been a couple of weeks so we did that we should make clear now at this point that we are of show about the ricky gervais show that aired on xfm 2002 to 2005 and today's episode is miles because i know he writes it down does a little crazy of it am i doing it now good yeah yeah. It okay.
1: okay it's Today we are discussing episode 29 which was originally broadcast on the 8th of March 2003 Claire Sturgis stands in for a sick Carl Ricky and Steve start giving out digits of Carl's phone number And eventually manage to get him on the phone Gary, ask it every week What were you doing on the 8th of March
0: 2003? Um, I don't. I'd probably like um, playing uh, Jenga, I think uh-huh. With friends
1: Popular game in the early noughties, wasn't it? it was probably one of the sort of more fun board games wasn't it that or hungry hippos
0: i liked um operation i always like that i hated operation
1: did you like buckaroo
0: yeah it's similar to operation i like those games We got steady hand steady hand and full heart (laughs) 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 um, gary what are your initial thoughts of the app um i think it's a good one i I like it I i would say it's my favorite of the claire episodes i think it's the best one um, partly because we also get Kyle as well um, but we see I think Ricky and Steve in general are in that slightly more boisterous mood when you know you put a Claire Sturgis in there and it probably could be any woman you do even if you've got even if you're rich wealthy whoever it is you do suddenly try and start to play up to them and try and impress yes. them so especially if it's a female if you're a male That's one it's know, in a way it's pathetic but if they, if if we would be exactly the same i can <laughs> absolutely assure you um but yeah so they're, they're quite boisterous but it's a fun episode there's, there's interesting bits of chat that they talk to talk about throughout the show it's it's a fantastic payoff to the show when Carl rings in it's yeah. one of my favorite bits of audio of the show i think probably many listeners are the same so overall it's good it's not it's not my absolute favorite it's not up there with with the absolute classics but it's a good solid episode and interesting because because we haven't had the claire episode for so long i quite like the claire episodes as i say, if they were every week it wouldn't be as it would be like, oh, this, OK, well, it wouldn't not because I don't like Claire, but just because I like Carl so much. But because it's been so long since Claire's been on, I, it's like refreshed. I feel refreshed and ready for a Claire episode. And it's like, yeah, yeah it, it it kind of fits in well here. And uh, just the general point that Ricky is, I mean, you know, people take days off sick, you know, Carl probably genuinely is sick. I do believe he doesn't have days off sick at all. But to to do what Ricky does and to call him and to antagonise him, it's the most horrible thing. If you're sick, you just want to lie at home and do nothing. Whereas Carl's got Ricky calling live on air. And I'm so getting other people to call him up and, as well. and giving out his phone number and things if he won't call in. All you want to do when you're ill is just lie down and not do anything. And that's what, you know, he probably genuinely is ill. I can't remember him taking off another time ill. And as he says, he hasn't been ill since he was off for wind when the, when the wind was bad and
1: when well, it's, it's it's bad it. today I tell it's you bad. the wind's yeah, terrible it's it's exactly in it. london
0: but um yeah it's a good episode and uh i i i like it it's the penultimate claire episode as well so the Claire's on for one more episode and and that's it but yeah it's, it's my favorite claire episode and it's up there with the very very good episodes i think what do you think
1: i think to be honest with you it's not my favorite claire episode my favorite is the that's freaking that's that's freaky goggle eye that's my yeah, favorite Claire cool. episode and um but there are interesting bits in it like I, I do think it is kind of all about the climax of this show isn't it when kyle does eventually call in that yeah. seems to be like that's the, the big takeaway like, and that's what everyone loves about this episode i think you know that oh steve did you see that steve, yeah Men of that, did you see that yeah. it's
0: "What." What no, do they no, no, we'll get we'll get to all that in our post. <laughs> I think, I yeah, I think my my conclusion that I it's my favourite Claire episode probably is clouded by the fact that there's such a brilliant bit at the end. That's probably why it's my favourite. But it's it's still a good episode. But yeah, this? right. If if I'm thinking of Claire episodes just on the Claire bits, yeah, Das Freak and Goggle Eyes is uh, which we've already covered is is one of my favourites as well.
1: I mean, just to return back to your giving out Carl's phone number, that is unforgivable for me like if someone did that on air and they you've you've often joked about it on this show like given yeah, i always
0: give out
1: my number and, and i will edit i would always edit that out but if i had someone given out my phone number which is probably that's probably as personal as you can get isn't it apart yeah. from your, your home address or I don't know like no, your number. email isn't too bad and um your email isn't too bad but your phone number is I mean actually we do give more of our details away than we we like to think actually in day to day life but on live radio with
0: the phone uh, number is the radio, worst
1: yeah it
0: is is the worst and and he doesn't doesn't give it all out because it's it's still i was working it out there's still 9999 combinations that carl's phone number could be based on what he gives out so there's still basically ten thousand possibilities but still that's still less than the millions and millions that you want it to be because a phone number is random well but, give, give give well
1: give a give a monkey a mobile phone and uh maybe he'll come up with the uh, car's phone number at the end of infinity
0: that sounded like a proverb give a monkey a mobile phone and he'll make a call give him what? access to the warehouse and he'll he'll be fed he'll 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 be online forever <laughs> <laughs> well um, the
1: actual number that they give out here's a little bit of trivia for you ladies and gentlemen is zero seven nine six eight one five seven and I'm sure people were like, oh, why are you waiting for the unbated version? Oh, they did
0: 157. OK, so there's only, not, there's only actually not 10,000. There's only 1,000 combinations it could be.
1: Well, let's get styling. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I have often thought, I wonder if people have done that. And I, I bet, bet loads of people have done it.
1: But he's probably changed his sim and mobile phone <laughs> multiple yeah, times. Would, like Just to um, put this episode in context, it was round about now where... Steve does a fantastic anecdote about him. Um, having... Steve seems to have really bad luck in life generally, certainly around this period of time, and particularly around public transport. Like, uh he talks about his passport being expired, doesn't he, when he's going to America to 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 buy to sell the rights of the of the U.S. office, which seems mad, doesn't it? That was so long ago.
0: Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, to set it in context, it's that long ago. Yeah, before before the uh u.s office have of been conceived but don't i i when they talk about that story i'm always incredibly jealous like because not because i'm not saying oh you know oh, we all want a bit of the rich and famous lifestyle you know to an extent all of us even those who aren't egotistical it's not it's just something you want but when they talk about going on virgin upper class you know this is just to discuss <laughs> oh, yeah, the possibility no. but they would be the, of, of the office being remade in america but they're flown first class, and it's painful steve's story because you know i just know how how much he oh, would you would be wanted, so you know, with yeah you. but he never really kind of um talks about because obviously he did get a plane out there it must have been the next day or something because he says he ended the day in a suit on the tube so he didn't end the day on a plane but he must have got a plane the next day but it's got don't and when they just put a towel over you and you just you can order anything you want you know i don't like flying but i would love a, a, a flight experience like that especially when you're not paying well that never happened when I came to your flat to stay over on the
1: night. You didn't put the dressing gown on me when I fell asleep.
0: Well the, the chauffeur did the chauffeur get you from the <laughs> station as well. Um no, I didn't put but I offered the dressing gown. But the difference for me is they probably also offer a duvet, whereas I didn't offer a duvet, so but um yeah, it's it's no, but isn't it a lovely can't you just don't you just feel a little bit jealous of like oh I God, was I want that. I want to be flown to America.
1: Well it's annoying when he said um oh he didn't have a drink on the flight. I would be Having lots of many drinks on the flight. I have
0: met Miles many many times in life. I've (laughs) known him a long time now, and I can assure you what he just said is absolutely true. There is no exaggeration in what he just said. It
1: would be wonderful. I mean, I've uh, I travel with British Airways when I went to Venice, and even that was, I mean, they gave you like a little bag with a bottle of water and some kettle chips and
0: some shortbread biscuits, and even then I was like, oh, this is all right. You really you flew BA? Yeah. I thought, but aren't like I'm not going to advertise them on our shows, as if anyone listens anyway. But doesn't everyone, everyone get budget airlines to Europe now because it's so much cheaper?
1: Well, maybe I'm not, you didn't go first oh, class. Well, I obviously didn't know. Do you know what they did do though? About halfway through, literally when we when we took off, and you've got the premier seats at the front, they come round and they pull this little diddy curtain. On, on these rails it's pathetic, oh, Such yeah. A pathetic okay,
0: yeah, rail. yeah but I've not seen that before so not you really. can't mix with them so they can't even yeah. see they can't but, see the scum just, behind them. who
1: cares like what so do you think do you think some sort of rich arsehole is going to go sorry I can just see uh, a shadow underneath the uh, curtain Um, I, I don't want to
0: I think it's because they do some belly dancing whilst, they whilst do, the well they didn't do
1: anything yeah. like that because they got a mask we weren't even offered a gin and tonic which I would have liked well of course you're not you have to pay for gin and tonics yeah, of course. So bit... they're not offering any food and beverage services on the flight anyway well, no. it's, well i saw you know So i had to sit there i mean don't get me wrong i like shortbread biscuits but you know give me give give, give me a copy of yellow pages
0: and i can yeah. check how
1: many max there are in venice
0: see how many forestals there are and <laughs> not many um yeah it's uh as I say, I don't really like flying. It's, you know, obviously I get economy and things when I, when I do fly to Berlin, I fly to Berlin occasionally. Um, but I would love a long haul flight on say Virgin upper class or business class or something like that. But that just sounds lovely. And just imagine that being on the back of something you just wrote, you just wrote together. You just wrote, you weren't employed, you weren't employed by anyone. You weren't doing work. You're not being sent by an employer or a boss. You just wrote something, and it was so good that you got sent to America and on. I
1: think how much money you get paid for just rights alone. Like, that's
0: most, – Oh, most they, levels, yeah, they'll loads, yeah.
1: And just think about, you know, like, I'm, obviously, I'm, I'm obviously really into my Olympics and my sports, as you know, Gary. Mm. But, you know, most – you know, sport, sports people, I think we've said it before, but they make most of their money on, like, advertisements, don't they, and sports sponsorship deals
0: and stuff. endorsements.
1: Yeah, that's what I said, but, you know.
0: I said advertisements.
1: Yeah, well, you know. Uh, but that's don't actually what that you're out. saying.
0: Don't, no. don't cut that out. Now, oh. you know,
1: you know, you should never qualify a joke with don't cut that out. Right? No, I know.
0: But yeah, but it, yeah, but I have to uh, clarify to you because you okay, do. OK,
1: thank you. That. If you're if you're listening to it and made the cut. uh, So, no, Steve does have really bad luck. I mean, I can empathise him because I forgot to update my um my passport. Uh, I was set to go to Poland last year to to visit some family and on the day of the flight or the night before i found out my passport had expired and you have to go to that uh is that hmr sit or i can't remember it it
0: is it's it's, um it's the embassy isn't it embassy
1: yeah something like that and um you you can get speed tracked and you you have to go to a special place and sign it there on the day and you know you have to spend like 120 quid it's a lot of money and then he follows it up by saying it's, it's a bit of a life hack, isn't it? Like he says, when will I know all these things? I didn't know passports expired. <laughs> Cause,
0: well, I think it's a, a thing of being in your, your sort of 20s. You you don't kind of know these things. Like there was a few instances where you with you and I like where I would say to say something that I thought and you were like, oh, I didn't know that. But it was it wasn't because I was i knew more than you just because i knew more than you it's just because i was older I'd, I'd experienced it whereas you there's been quite a few instances of that well, but that's... now now he's 30 ladies and gentlemen he knows, he knows to get a passport
1: well this is kind of what i wanted to bring up with you because he says that when will i know all these things and um the one of the examples that gervais talks about is uh oh they're probably doing the road work there because it's the end of the financial year and they have to use up their budget and i wouldn't know that and yeah like he says cab drivers will tell you this, but I don't get in a cab just because I get on buses, obviously. Um, but are there any other life hacks or well, things... Working class uh, on a one-to-one. I am business. working class, but are there any life hacks that are like common sense things that you should know about that you don't know about? Like, to take an example, I don't know what a mortgage is, and I really should know what a mortgage is.
0: Well, I spent a lot of time like trying to explain to you things about credit cards and what they are and you always say you're going <laughs> boring. to get in a... yeah you yeah that's the thing you always want to know these things and you always ask me and then as soon as i start to tell you you're like you switch off completely you're like oh yeah, it's boring i don't want to hear well it.
1: I've, i listed that's why i list to martin lewis now because um you know because it is i do want to know all these things but it's it's quite hard to pay attention when people are talking
0: <laughs> yeah no well um the, to be fair, like I happen to, oh, this is a bit of uh, Gary and Miles trivia, but I happen to used to <laughs> work in a bank. I investigated fraud, so I worked in a bank for seven, eight, no, ten, about ten years. I didn't, I didn't get a clock. They used to give people a clock when they got to ten years, but they stopped that practice after a I. Clock? You know. Yeah, they used to give them a clock. For ten know, years. Yeah, ten years. Um, so, but I was there ten years, and uh, so obviously I. I learned a lot about the financial stuff that is, is actually oh, did you quite get the, useful did you get in day-to-day life. What? Did you get the clock? No, I didn't get the clock because they stopped that practice. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I guess I'm trying to think of things that are particularly useful. It's just, I, it would be simple things, very simple things, like how to freeze and not freeze up. I don't know. I'm just trying to... Well, yeah. that's something I learned, actually.
1: You should never, ever have your free every fridge is every fridge is different and you know you shouldn't have it on too high and you shouldn't have it on too low but there's a perfect temperature um but you should have the perfect temperature for a fridge is around about two 2.5 on your on your average fridge fridge because that will keep your 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 vegetables and your meats like nice and cold but not so cold that they're frozen and it actually takes more energy for it to get colder so sure, um we're doing
0: the Audi advert at the moment. Well, it's just a
1: and it's a problem I've had when when your carrots are in the freezer and you get idiot housemates who turn up the fridge too high and then you end up looking in there and then you can't make anything because they're frozen all your fucking food and your, your salad's frozen. And then you're like, I can't have my salad
0: the next day. And I'm just like, What but that's, you know. And then he, and then he doesn't let you turn the oven on you're that being <laughs> <laughs> which is another thing he does. Oh, well, um, he listens to this. He, he listens to this. To this. No.
1: Well, he's got better things to not do. <laughs>
0: um but yeah to get to get to not get too technical just about fridges um and make a wider point i guess things like you know when you need to pay back an overdraft or when to use an overdraft when not to i mean it's just it's just sort of things like that that are kind of quite useful generally financial things and or when like what to do if you your direct debits don't go for aren't going to go through that month you know i know what to do but i don't know
1: here's a question right i paid today some fella to get a refund on something and i gave him my um i gave him the security number on the back of my card which i won't say on air should i have done that
0: no not for a refund i don't think Uh, i think they can do it without that but anyway i i um yeah okay well good luck with that i hope you're not wiped (laughs) clean i know you're tight um (laughs) But no, not to get to zero. Anyway, we won't stick on this point. But i well, I tell you what, talking about talking about money,
1: Carl, um, uh, <laughs> Ricky has a go at Carl, and he says now he's given up the chance to do this show. He gets eighty quid a week to do yeah, this he's show. Yeah, given up
0: eighty quid. Yes.
1: Yeah. Now in Manchester you could buy a street, you can buy a horse and cart, whatever. But do you think that's true? Do you think those figures? Obviously that would have gone up with inflation. Well,
0: it, now but, the, the the thing is, he uses different figures at different on different shows. Like he says you're forty quid. He he definitely references forty quid on another show. I can't remember exactly how, but this show eighty. Yeah, eighty seems quite like likely 40 fair. pounds an hour you know to do to do that but to be <laughs> honest if carl's paid 80 quid for that show he actually puts in about carl must put in five six hours a week if you include the two hours of the show he puts in three especially when he's doing the um producing songs songs uh songs of phrase that must take ages to do so he's putting in extra hours. so 80 quid isn't that much i reckon Not it's really. pretty- i reckon it's probably more than 80 quid I well i was
1: thinking like yeah how many 80 quids we need to earn to get a new to get a new kitchen
0: <laughs> you know I mean? it's a lot yeah um, be he must have i reckon he's probably doing it for about 300 quid or something
1: well when i did my radio producing i don't think you got i didn't get that it was probably around that much i mean that seems a pretty reasonable amount but um you you do realize when carl's carl's obviously ill have you ever been off sick by the way yeah
0: of course how I many think- times I think everyone listening to this will have been off sick at some point. Not that often. I tend to persevere and go in with it. Warrior. Yeah. Warrior. Yeah. I'm a lion. Lion hearted. <laughs> uh,
1: Bare faced. I mean, you are looking particularly barefaced faced at the moment.
0: Someone called me Grizzly Adams the other day. Yeah. We need to update our, our little pictures in our Dutch or otherwise. Thing, yeah. Which is our other show. Listen to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah i uh what was the what was the initial question <laughs> i forgot No, i was saying um uh
1: have you how ha, when have you been oh i've uh, been all sick uh
0: yeah i've been on sick i've you know those are occasions yeah probably when i um when i wasn't that sick and i just you know one is a you know not from not from what i'm doing now but from my previous job i wouldn't i wouldn't
1: possibly say that now because
0: i'm currently employed definitely done that he's told me Uh, not necessarily this job in case any boss is listening but uh, But, Um, um, yeah of course i've been off sick i mean everyone has and to be fair to carl that's why i feel so i i love that ricky antagonizes him in this way in this show particularly but i i also feel very sorry for carl it's the worst thing you just want to be at home on your own ricky's calling you all the time the station's calling he's probably half listening to the show and and like football on the other screen yeah but you know you're ill and he, he's he's genuinely ill but i kind of um like carl does and like steve does I, I tend to go in if i'm ill but not always i can be I lazy it
1: depends what kind of job you have as well like when i did my service job in the cafe i never took a day off to sit because i was shift working and like if you lost money you you lost that pay whereas now on a salary and stuff you're just like you're more inclined to go oh do you know what or if you just had a really bad day or you just don't feel like going in and talking to people or you just want to, you know, go to cinema with a, for a new release, whatever it is. You just uh, scrap it. See you later. You realise that the guys are really at a loose end during this show because they said um, you realise kind of how much Carl provides.
0: Yeah, and they do that joke thing. But I think they planned that. So
1: you right. go, e. Do you know? Ah, uh, do you know when Auntie, Auntie Flora? will oh, oh, shut herself for five minutes.
0: Yeah, no. Um, that's it's funny. They kind of on every show, Carl isn't there. They reference how Carl is missed, like in some way. So every yeah. Claire episode, they do that. Um, it's just this one yeah they get to a point where it seems like they they haven't got literally anything else to say but that's a funny i like that i like the way they do that like and then one of them will say something like i'm de flora and then the other one will say no no you can't can't do that oh can't do, that. Like, do you remember like, when
1: i was growing up in manchester and i uh
0: no oh
1: did, oh. oh you've got to ring us we've got nothing
0: <laughs> yeah no but it's um yeah i just love it i love the jeopardy of it like the first time i listened to this show i'll never get this feeling back again ever but um when you listen and you don't know what's going to happen it's fantastic you're like it's like a drama is he going to call or not <laughs> is he are we going to speak to it obviously now i know but then it's like it's a real drama That's so a good point actually and a lot of shows are like that but this one in particular because they've got that thing of wheel car call or not but every show that i've listened to it's kind of you get something from it the first time around that you don't ever get again you know you if you don't know where something's going to go a show's going to go it's Mm. quite exciting now i love the show still but Mm. i I don't have that excitement of not knowing where it's going to go
1: it is it is a lovely feeling um Listen, I, I want to have a little break now, but um, I, before we before we have it and we've got actually we do have a little bit of a nice musical interlude for you coming up, ladies and gentlemen, because I have asked the I, I suppose a lot of you remember if you've obviously all seen An Idiot Abroad series two, particularly. But at the end, they were saying to Carl, is there anything that you would have liked to have done in your bucket list that you didn't get to do in the series or it cuts to then a duet with him and Chaz and Dave, and they do it, a duet together of um, "Ain't No Please and you.
0: Now, and Chaz and Dave, I'll just just say because uh, uh, if you're not British, you, you will not know who Chaz and Dave are. They are if in you're general, not
1: if you're, under, if there you're
0: a, under 18 if you're under yeah they are 70s through 80s um, duo who wrote music and they wrote generally wrote novelty songs they wrote a song about snooker they they generally write novelty songs and they're seen as a bit of a joke in a good way they're the clever novelty songs but they actually also wrote beautiful lovely songs like this one that you're going to hear now
1: we're going to play that song for you uh, now but just before uh here's a couple it's, it's about three of ryan's rockbusters who emails us uh, he emails us um, regularly and he's given us three and he said you know he hopes that these are going to be bands that are sort of more gettable for gary because they're from the 90s so let's have a go and you at home grab a pen and paper and then we'll we'll break into a musical interlude my pet keeps creeping around looking suspicious sd number two i'm not moving in there it will hurt h o p and the last one which is the australian fella only asks for a small glass of rose l w
0: so um i will get my thinking cap on for the rockbusters i I think i have an idea on h o p but i'm not sure anyway we'll find out after the break what the rockbusters answers are we also have for you um our favorite quotes from this episode of the ricky gervais show and XFM in the community as well. So stay tuned for that, and we'll see you after the break. lovely i mean they as i say they're kind of known as a jokey you know a joke band because they do novelty songs but that is a pure brilliant love song it's it's just it's a bit quirky it's very it's very london centric it's very kind of it comes from the the cockney part of london you can tell but it's just It's beautiful, it's absolutely beautiful.
1: I've got a little bit of her. My mum's got a bit of a claim to fame with Chaz and Dave. Where, um, a few years ago, because one of them's passed away, I can't remember who it is Chaz or Dave, (laughs) Scritty Pilitty, Millie Vanilli. Um, um, but yeah, she bought a pint for Chaz and Dave. I don't know if they shared or um they had one each but
0: you know Did she put a straws in two straws
1: <laughs> so that was Chaz and dave ain't no pleasing you courtesy of their record label so thank you so much for letting us play that uh yeah, really great show of you and your listener with our listeners so um what
0: is their record label called you might as well give them a they've shout. Got,
1: well they've got they've got their own i'll put it in the bio i can't can't quite remember it there thanks for putting me on the oh, spot that's
0: right. mate and <laughs> um,
1: We've just we, we gave out the Rockbusters before our musical interlude, and let's let's go let's go over them again. See if you at home and Gary Forrestal, if you got them too. Repeat them for me, and I'll just quickly see if I can get it. Here we not. go. So number one was my pet keeps creeping creeping around looking suspicious.
0: What was the initials? Oh sorry, SD. Uh, what's something Snoop Dogg? Correct. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh that's all right. Right, <laughs> yeah. I've got it. <laughs> Well, you know, number two,
1: I'm not moving in there. It will hurt. This should give it away. H O P. House of Pain. Correct. Third one is is probably my favorite, and it made me laugh a lot, which is the Australian fella only asks for a small glass of rosé. L W.
0: Is it a band or an artist? Just give me. It's a an
1: point. artist. It's a rap artist.
0: Little Wayne. Little Wayne. Little. <laughs> little wine. Yeah, okay, I'll get, little, yeah, that's good. I'll yeah. have a little wine, Ryan, Ryan has saved his slot on this show with that rock buster. That saved his slot.
1: Well, I did sort of joke around with Ryan, who is a a D-trial-t, if you will, and and okay. he said, "Am I being paid?" And I said, "No." He said, uh, "That's good because I've got I've got to pay out for a kitchen." <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, I read, I read that.
1: But, um, so thank you so much for thank you so much ryan for your um rockbusters they're getting better you know
0: if not well, easier I, do, I think they're getting worse but i'm gonna be honest but that's in a good way i like i like them little <laughs> wine is very funny
1: little wine um welcome back ladies and gentlemen this is the d chart spinners podcast with miles and gary today we are discussing episode 26 this is where carl is off six so claire sturgis stands in And we've just we've just done our little debrief. Um, Gary, I've been sorry, I should say I've been on a diet, Gary, this week.
0: I know, mate, you've been texting me about it every five minutes. (laughs) So Mars is on a diet. I want to reveal what the diet is. It's actually uh, a soup diet. But it's it sounds it's the most grim diet I've ever heard because he says he, he he's allowed two small cans of soup a day. And the soup won't be very nice soup, I'm sure. It's not well, like a nice pasta
1: soup. So it's actually not canned. It's it's made by yours truly.
0: Yeah. Um, how's it going?
1: Uh, like hell. Like, I'm really yeah. not enjoying it.
0: Toilet <laughs> trouble must be quite bad.
1: There's nothing to digest, if I could put it that bluntly. So
0: it just comes, it just goes <laughs> in and comes out.
1: But the soup's delicious, you know. But I was talking to my girlfriend. What's her uh, name? but she was basically saying that i thought what i was on was like a detox diet and you know because i've I've actually been looking into the five two diet which is like you eat normally for five days and for two days you limit your um, calories to 500 calories uh, a day and i thought because soup's just liquid you know that's that's like fine yeah it turns out 500 calories is not a lot
0: now how is your cheese soup tasting these (laughs) days (laughs) <laughs> it just Mars just melts cheddar into a pan the, the
1: great thing about it is a nice mature lump of cheddar cheese you just have to have any dressing on it <laughs> I <have any>
0: dressing. <laughs> um, so
1: I, you know eat normally guys stay healthy but don't do the bloody soup diet because you might
0: die and it'll be fucking horrible <laughs> thanks mr motivator um <laughs> but yeah have you lost weight by the way well what does it look like no there you go it works <laughs> i can't tell the only <laughs> time i can tell your way because you're like me we I, we don't we don't have fat arms fat chest like particular. well i show i show it but that's the thing about having a beard because it, you can't see it as much so you can't see it. but my, i put we both put it on on the stomach and on the face so and anyway, on the
1: ass i've got a big ass now
0: i've got a little ass i perky. don't want to hear about it i i, I it's it, peachy i've been told <laughs> but um, <laughs> But um, I must uh, remember to see Pete again soon. Um, (laughs) But, yeah. (laughs) Mm. so we've just done our as as mark says we kind of we have a a generalized discussion and if you've got anything to add to our general discussion please do get in touch
1: at spinners podcast on twitter or spinners podcast at com. do send in your audio your favorite quotes your stories or if you just want to slag us off great
0: well you know we've already had that i've had that but um so yeah coming up we've got of xfm in the community what else have we got miles well, let's
1: up? do our favorite quotes right now
0: favorite quotes absolutely a lot of mine are, are taken from the last five minutes of the of audio so right? have I've seen i had
1: to trim them down and find something else but i've got some good ones i've got six the early strep the unrecorded years which is the only ones i like
0: by strep strep it's great, great. riff and that drummer um, this is our. Uh, I've, I'm getting to this now because I know it's on your list. So and I want to, and I want to say it. It's <laughs> one of my and our favourite quotes. Steve, I even played the B side of each one. You bastard! That was my Steve, next. I one. even played the B side of each one. What's man? My
1: husband's dead. Do you want any money and a bit of me clam?
0: Yeah, that's good. I'm gonna do this like Ricky, but I just love the way he says it. He says it so dramatically. You turned it off. <laughs> you turned it off. It's like Carl's just said he's killed a baby. You're like, what? But he's like, you turned it off. All Carl did was just turn the radio off because he's sick at home. Like, you turned it off. Sorry, okay. Think, it off. It's just so satisfying to say. Try, try it at home. Say it. It's very satisfying.
1: When did a bit of snoop ever hurt anybody? Yeah, yeah. There's this thing in it. I'm gonna yeah. Say it. I know we're gonna get. It. Yeah, I'm sure. My favourite so. wasn't that one, but it was. Uh, no, it's not. A then, f- which is my next one, which is oh steve steve have you seen that i just love where he goes <laughs> for that yes. preceded the chat where ricky was saying i think i was laughing behind the wrong person
0: there yeah back. that's i love that it's
1: brilliant when <laughs> he was slagging you, you off in the week as well what was yeah
0: i've he heard like ricky and saying that he and his friends were slagging off steve on other things as well as that in the pub in the week saying that to Steve on air live when Steve doesn't know, it's just, it shows how real that radio show was because it's just like, this is genuine. Like the reactions are genuine, you know, it must be horrible for Steve, but he gets he, Steve kind of deals with it. Well, uh, my next one is, uh, I'm going to leave that one. Um, wasn't that why she covered you in a blanket? I'm trying to pick one from a different part of the show that, that I like that from Steve. Yeah. Why, why she covered you in a blanket.
1: My number one was,
0: I might be mental, but I think I was talking, mate. I think I was talking. No, she doesn't say mate. I should. Well, I just added that in, you know. Yeah. No, but no, in the week I was joining in. Yeah. No, but in the week I was joining in. (laughs) No, but no, in the week I was joining in. But that's our
1: favourite quotes. Do you have any more?
0: I've got one more. I don't smoke. That does...
1: that do do let us know if you've got any of your favorite quotes and you want to, that we've missed out from this particular episode and uh do do follow us on twitter at binners podcast for all sort of fun and games and things that we post gary's recently just discovered twitter so he's become something of a social media guru
0: yeah absolutely i'm um i sit on a mountaintop and give advice to people who want to mm-hmm. do their instagram and uh their tiktok and no i don't know what any of those things are no but basically i have started tweeting i enjoy it and uh yeah if you if you i think if you're on our twitter you'll kind of get what's not another side of us to to the show so it is it is worth well we it. sort of gag we the good
1: thing is that we sort of do anecdotes and we do gags as well we like so we gags,
0: do. there's no dead wood
1: there's no dead wood on on this show at least
0: so, yeah, we've reached the uh, near the end. The end is in sight. Thank God. Oh, thank goodness for everyone listening and Mars and I. Um, it's XFM in the community. And actually, this is my favourite section, I swear. Usually, Mars goes through, but now I'm on Twitter more. I'll be going through some occasionally. But we go through your feedback um, that you have sent us in the week and comment on it. So always remember, if you if you email us, we will read it out. So please do. Everything about Gary's body
1: language, and you can't see this, listeners, as I'm looking at him, <laughs> because Gary talks often with his head. He's, he puts his head on his forehead and he just sort of like looks down. He's like, every week we do this thing, and it's say, like, "Oh, for, 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 say so you." No,
0: go I, I was. Yeah. No, listen, to be fair, I do do that, absolutely. But I I am not, I'm not kind of like that. You're giving the wrong impression of me. With with 7 in the community, I genuinely like the feature. And in fact, I like doing the show in reality. I know a joke about it, but yeah, I do hey, put my head in my tell hands. Tell me your face, that, tell me face. When I put my head in my hands, that's more of a life thing, a general <laughs> life, like my life's been wasted. But
1: Well, you can tell this to Graith Hothersall, uh, who put... She a uh, very, very kind uh, new listener, by the way. So welcome. You're a Trouty officially. And she put garlic bread in the subject header, which, you know, that's always great, isn't it?
0: It's always that's all you need. You only need the subject header. You could have a blank email. Still
1: get <laughs> Grace says, absolutely love your podcast. It's always great hearing about other people being so obsessed with the shows. You have some interesting critiques and opinions which I hadn't previously considered. I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw that this podcast existed. I discovered it in lockdown, which made it more bearable. So thank you. I've been listening to the XFM show since I started uni. So nearly eight years after my brother suggested them to me. I listen to them every night and I've started re-listening to them in the day again. Thanks after listening to your podcast. As other people say, they are more than just enjoyable. They have been really important to my mental health. No other radio show podcast program has done this especially when doing something like moving to a new city on my own. They've always felt like I have a piece of home with me. They've been incredibly comforting to me when you've been going through when when going through anything difficult. I think because mainly they talk about nonsense, it brings you back down to earth to just hear. Never mind the beard. Where have you been for three days? I like the fact that they don't have serious discussions about anything going on in the world. It's just a great escape. Please keep the podcast going. I always look forward to it thank you so much grace that 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 really does make the podcast uh worth doing i'm so pleased i've been i've helped you move into university which i can obviously empathize as someone who a long time ago went to university <laughs> and yeah, uh, have, having something that is of comfort to you and having you know we like we've said before numerous times that like it brought gary and i together and just to have i know i i do understand what you mean that little slice of home that you just need to get through a really uh that, that sort of formative time of your life when you need just a little bit of comfort just to help you
0: absolutely grace i think it is absolutely lovely email so i can only echo what miles has said there it's it's uh very very nice of you to say that and it's always nice when we have in some small, tiny, tiny, tiny way helped people in the same way that in a massive way or one much bigger way. The XFM shows have helped many, many thousands of people. Um, but yeah, and, and it's not I'm not saying, you know, we're the same as that. But it's just nice that just listening to something, whatever it is, and it happens to be us, has helped you kind of in that difficult period in your life. So uh, thanks for being a listener. We really appreciate it um please email us something like that every week so we can (laughs) Uh, i've got an email here mars that you haven't seen yet because i i just i just opened the email app. it should i read it out yeah go on i think i know what you're gonna say have you read hello gary and mars yeah i
1: think i know
0: yeah so mars actually asked a question on twitter uh, which was um what would you like to see your suggestions for the show um features things like that and um Thomas Stewart has emailed in already. Stewart right? Foot. Stewart Foot, Foot. Under the headline Time Capsules. Hello, Gary and Mars, It might be a good idea to obtain headlines and newspapers from the time to capture the moment in which the radio show was recorded. Possibly even find the stories Carl some references if they still exist on some level. I'd like to say track down Richard Anderson and Gerald Preston. But such things are impossible. Now, i just want to stop thomas we tracked down richard anson we've interviewed him he's he in fact if you go to our twitter page it's actually pinned to the top the episode yeah go straight there it's episode i think 13 or 14 of, of our show but you'll find it. it is it is it labeled clearly that it's Dickie Anderson so we did track him down um, I think he could definitely get Merchant he'd be well up for the nepotism I reckon I think it would be very hard but Mars and I agree probably Merchant is probably the most likely to do it out of the three I hope the show gets better and better and less shit, yours <laughs> Thomas Stewart it's very nice he's at university as well because he's given his full address he's given his full address which i won't read out but uh, he's he's in the <laughs> halls at university thank you, well, shall
1: we shall we throw some toilet paper over his halls of residence yeah yeah
0: <laughs>
1: well i i hope it gets better and less shit but um thank you so I much i don't
0: i like it i like this that's <laughs> why i've got this beard it looks shit but according to your girlfriend but, and I, I
1: like it you can always uh follow us guys on twitter that's at spinners podcast or an email that's spinners at gmail.com and we've been running we we often run like a few polls and stuff just to wrap up this little uh xfm in the community we set a poll on our twitter feed at spinners podcast i did yeah and basically it was ricky gervais's desert island
0: well, this kind of came from a discussion that we'd had beforehand a few times we've discussed this like which of the i'll let you say well, which of these two things mean more to you which would you rather have if you could only have one for the rest of your life which Which of these would you have? And it's a really interesting kind of discussion that most people who are interested in the XFM shows, I think it will be a difficult choice. But I think the poll was quite comprehensive, wasn't it?
1: It was quite it was it was difficult because, yeah, we asked people, would they rather take the office box set? So that's eight hours of content, including the Christmas specials. So you've got two series and the Christmas specials or eight hours of of XFM. And I'm assuming they would be of your choice. yeah.
0: The reason we said eight hours of XFM was because obviously it's not really fair otherwise, because you get about 100 hours of the XFM show. So that that would that would make it win all the time. But if you have to limit it to eight and yeah, I would say you get to choose which eight hours
1: yeah and remarkably and this was from 51 votes so you know a fraction of the population (laughs) that was 74.5 percent and that was to eight hours of xfm to 25.5 percent of the office box set so obviously that's people who probably listen to this podcast and floaters in between
0: yeah yeah no well they are i mean yeah, there's quite a few on Twitter that don't listen to the podcast, but that's a that's a thing that Miles and I are trying to sort out with the algorithms and stuff like the that. Algorithms. <laughs> no, no, but it's like, but um Multi gym I don't think that's um that's too uh that's too Would surprising. You. I think I'd go for that. Would you? Yeah, and one of the reasons, we've talked about this before, like if you obviously you'd have a DVD player, because it wouldn't be fair just to take The Office and not have a DVD player to watch on. So you have a DVD player. You have to sit down, you have to be there in the moment, you have to sort of watch it on the screen, and it happened, and it is beautiful. It is the best piece of art, I think, one of the best pieces that has ever been produced. I love The Office. Better than Mona Lisa? XFM, absolutely better than that. XFM, you can just pop in, pop. Pop the, pop the. Pop the old earphones in. Pop the earphones in and um, go to bed on your pants. <laughs> I can't remember. Really um, no, but pop the earphones in and just walk around the island and chill out and listen. And I think, I think if I was going to a desert island for two weeks, You'd love the office, I'd pick the office. But if I was going for the rest of my life, I'd pick XFM.
1: I probably would actually as well. Um, we're now nearing the end. Well, we've actually reached the end, thank God, of this is this edition of the D-Chart Spinners Podcast with Miles and Gary. Thank you so much for listening, everyone, and for your communications, as always. Remember, uh, do get in touch with us, uh, Spinners Podcasts on Twitter or spinnerspodcast at gmail.com. We always want to hear from you. And if you have any audio particularly, we want to listen to that and we can plonk it into our among a song on we can we can flunk it into our our lovely little audio uh, mix and i hope you enjoy that otherwise have an absolutely amazing weekend enjoy yourselves i know gary would you know gary's looking at me right now like he's gonna he's about to have a fucking cellar weekend you know what i
0: mean i always do mate <laughs> i always do um got my bottles of wine in the fridge i will echo what miles said absolutely your interactions mean a lot to us so please keep them coming and um yeah let us know your thoughts on the show good or bad and um we'll see you with another show next week